I'm also recording. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I am your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Ziggy. Joining me is a man who is just too angry to die. No, it's not Broly. It's Tyler. Carrots. I hate carrots. Do you actually hate carrots? I'm not very partial to them. I'm just All playing right. to the Broly angle. Yeah, fuck carrots. Oh, he goes to he goes to Golden Corral. He sees carrots. Carrots. That Golden Corral doesn't exist anymore. Um, and then she's his <laughs> least favorite for EV tuber. Yeah, <laughs> unless un, until she's he she's okay until he sees the dancing carrot. That's um, true. And then all right. So as you can tell, we are cinema shot. We're discussing Dragon Ball Z movies right now, and now it's time to tackle the second ever sequel. In this history of movies that we're doing, and it is time for Broly, the second coming. Um, let's go ahead and break it down before we break it down. This is directed by uh, Sh- uh, Shigeyasu Yamauchi, with a screenplay by Tako uh, Koyama, produced by uh, Tsumono Tomari and Tomino Ananzi. Uh, this was uh, released in March 12, 1994. Runtime 52 minutes in the box office is 2.47 billion yen or 24.2 million. So let us go to the voice cast. A uh, very small one, possibly the smallest voice cast we've had in the Dragon Ball movie yet. Um, uh, so let's cook it off. Uh, and no, like, ABC dub at all. This is straight up Funimation's team now, um, yeah. I think. Uh, so uh, Broly has played by Vic Mung. How do you pronounce his last name? Vic Mignogna, a.k.a. Vic, Vic Go Fuck This Guy. Yeah, go fuck... Yeah, Mr. I'm gonna grunt for an hour. Uh, Gohan, as played by Kyle Hebert. Goten, Goten, played by Kara Edwards. Uh, Goku, played by Sean Shemmel. And briefly, Stephanie Donnelly. Trunks, voiced by Laura Bailey, which I did not know that. Um, Videl, uh, voiced by Kara Edwards. Uh, Sunny Street as Krillin. Monica Rye as Coco. Robert Howard as Meloja. Kyle Haber is our narrator, and Zalador, because of, narr- of of LBC, is voiced by Grant James. So, uh, this is obviously, we talked about how the first Broly movie was hugely impactful, and it gave us one of the best characters in Dragon Ball history, and of course, simply with Cooler, he gets a sequel. Not as quick, but he got a sequel. Um, what is your history with this movie? Okay, so my history of Broly's Second Coming is actually a bit more offhand than you would think. Like, I knew it kind of existed because of the Dragon Ball Z fan site that I regularly go to as a kid. But my actual exposure to this story uh, was in Broly's campaign in Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3, which is the... um, I honestly am still confused as to why that's his story in the game, but, you know, it's whatever, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Then I got this movie when it released in North America in 2005, I think it was. And um, I was like, oh yeah, I remember the original Broly movie. That was a fun one. Then I popped this in, and I was, and I was pretty much bored the entire time. And uh, I haven't really seen it since. Okay. I think you and I have a very similar... Again, I never saw the original Broly movie back then if I didn't remember it. But I do remember watching this movie, and I have the same sentiments with you where I'm like... All I remember is a certain urination moment. That's all I really remember. And oh, we're going I, and, there, aren't we? Yeah, and, and the fact that I remember being abs- annoyed as a kid. I'm like, really? 
Goten and Trunks, these kids, are giving Broly a hard time. And I think I clearly misremembered something. I clearly misremembered things. Um, but, yeah, I remember, like, and then, of course, this movie kind of has gone down. as oh, the movie sucks. I'm not going to say this movie's great, but I'm just going to say it off the bat. I think the hate towards this movie is a little extreme. Just, just a little bit. Um, maybe if you don't like kids like I do, maybe it's not as warranted. But, you know, it is what it is. It's probably uh, a factor. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, break down the story. So this is taking place seven years after uh, after Broly yep, was right actually o- defeated. Yep, right off the heels of the Boo Saga, where uh, the story was kind of going off the rails because You mean Toriyama, the Cell Saga? Yeah, it's coming off the heels of the Cell Saga, and right when the Boo okay. Saga is taking like a fucking eternity to start up because Toriyama didn't know what to base the story off of yet. Oh, is that what we got? Gohan High Schooler, and then World Tournament, and then yeah. Boo? Is that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it gets uh, weird in the beginning of the Boo Saga. Yeah, I do like that part better than the Boo Saga itself, though. Absolutely. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, go pretty much for some unknown reason. Goten, Trunks, and Videl are all searching for the Magic Dragon Balls. Um, oh, oh, first off, we 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 find out at the beginning of the movie that Broly is not dead, um, and that uh, he pretty much escaped uh, the the comic destruction. Um, I, he's too angry to die, dude. He's and he's frozen in a crater. No, nah, man. So, we saw that motherfucker blow up at the end of uh, Broly: Legendary Super Saiyan. So I don't know. Well, I mean, both that movie and this movie are not canon. Like, so whatever. if Justin was here, uh, if he was participating in this Dragon Ball retrospective, he'd probably bring up the fact that uh, when they it brought Ridley fuck- back in uh, Metroid Prime, it made sense. But here, right? Nah, that, we saw the motherfucker blow up. Did we, though? We <laughs> did, did, actually. <laughs> Probably right. But, yeah, so, whatever. Broly, the point is, Broly is not dead, and he's pretty much crash-landed onto Earth and inside this ice crater. So, and now, uh, Videl, Gohan, and Trunks, for some unknown reason, are searching for the Dragon Balls. They never really established why, or if they did, Videl I Videl just I mentioned that she wants to see Shenron, which kind of begs the uh, question, how does she know about what? Shenron? She doesn't know about Gohan. the Dragon Balls. She was just training with Gohan. They probably had an intimate night, and she said, "He says you want to see my Shenron." It's like, who's Shenron? Dude, um, they're teens. And... Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> look at him. Look at her. They clearly did it. Anyways, um, uh, so they are searching for the Dragon Balls. Gohan is nowhere to be found, but it's just Videl babysitting going on trucks, and they happen to stumble upon a village who is pretty much performing human sacrifices to appease this monster, which I believe it's implied to be Broly. Or is it... Is, uh, is the, that, um, the implication is that for the last seven years, there was an unknown monster destroying crops and uh, killing their livestock. So right. they're pretty much just doing virgin sacrifices to appease the monster. Right. An implication that it, it's Broly. And so basically, um, they find six of the Dragon Balls and they stumble upon the village, um, freaking the freaking the natives out by, fly, by flying and shit. Um, and... Videl actually gets into the villager, like, when I guess the chief shaman's face of, like, you look like a fucking He's the idiot. village idiot. Yeah, and it's like, you're manipulating people, and so they pretty much agree to uh, basically help their problem, and it turns out it wasn't Broly, it actually was, because Broly's still in a, in this cryostasis chamber. Um, it, uh, it was a dinosaur. Um, it was a giant-ass dinosaur. The most non-threatening pre- dinosaur ever, by the way. Yeah, that's typical for Toriyama dinosaurs, I, I would assume. Even the most threatening ones don't seem that threatening. Um, 
and they they chop it the fuck up and eat it like they eat it for dinner, which I, I found like oh shit, they just ate that poor thing. Hey man, um, that was a part of Gohan's training when he was a kid. That's no biggie. True, very much true. So um, uh, everything's hunky dory, you know. Like Trunks got a cool necklace out of it. The village idiot gets officially made to look like an idiot. Unfortunately, that's when uh, well, actually before they get captured. Uh, Videl in a new outfit, which we'll talk about later, um, is, and Videl, Goten, and Trunks are like basically playing bait, and they're like, I'm hungry. No, I'm hungry. So, Trunks Shut is Shut up, an apple. you dumb kids. Yeah, and then, so, Gohan starts crying, and they, effect- they effectively gaslight, uh, Videl, which I'm like, god damn, that's fucked up. Um, and to basically, ha, we fooled you, um, uh, and Gohan, Go, Goten, sorry, there's a lot of goes, um, Goten starts, uh, crying, and that crying pretty much wakes up Broly, so, what He's a shock. Triggered. What, like, father like son, and Go, Goten, you're like fucking eight, stop crying like that. How, he's like, he ha, he's like seven, right? Yeah, he's exactly seven years old, because yeah, so, Goku and Chi Chi yeah. definitely fucked before the Cell games. There's one last go around, Goku. Um, go for ten, Goku. Exactly. Um, so, Goten cries. That wakes up. So, and that basically cuts to they think they they think they solved the problem with uh, by defeating the killing the dinosaur. But no, Broly's here, and Broly in, in an almost intimidating fashion, where where Videl and, uh, goes out to meet him. He's kind of just hovering over the water, and the rest of the movie is pretty much a game of cat and mouse. For the most part, between Goten, Trunks, and and uh, Broly, ultimately leading to Gohan uh, uh, in his he just shows up years. out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, and I, I'm guessing he senses Broly's energy. Um, that's the only reason why I could assume. And, and then it turns into a literally fight. Like this is a, there's no fight in this movie. It's literally a fight for sur- it's a survival uh, movie against Broly because none of them are strong enough to defeat him. Uh, and yeah, so. I'm gonna say it right now. I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, man, I didn't hate this movie as much as I thought I would, but it's still not good. Let's be real. I don't think it's good, but I did enjoy the whimsicalness of like the before Broly shows up, which is that's kind of bad. When um, I think we're running the, into a theme here. Broly just sucks. <laughs> Maybe he's not. No, as good as it was. Did. It was the same with uh, Bojack in the last movie, where as soon as he showed up, the movie kind of went uh, downhill from there. Whereas the first ex- part was exciting and fun. Yeah, like honestly, the first bit um, uh, reminded me of Dragon Ball. Oddly enough, like it yeah. was a simple adventure, and it actually is kind of cool because, like, obviously Gohan's not there because he's a little bit older, but like you have Goten kind of filling that role of the young hero. He's got his friend Trunks there, Videl acting as the Bulma character. It's filling a lot of archetypes, but there's something about that that just feels good because it's not about fighting for your life or dying. It's just, hey, we're gonna go find the Dragon Balls and here's a dinosaur and you know all this. It was just, it was not the greatest thing ever, but considering what we've watched, it was fun. Yeah, I enjoy it when uh, Dragon Ball delves into the whole mystical adventure roots that it started from. Because that was yeah. the main allure of the series, and they don't really delve into that all too much. 
And when they do, it's kind of hit or miss. The first season of Dragon Ball GT is the clear indicator of that, for sure. Exactly. Um, and, and I really like that. Um, and, it, like, granted, I think your I The difference is, though, I think your tolerance for the first half of this movie will be how far you could tolerate Goten and Trunks. I oh, yeah. I really think that's your litmus test. They're barely characters in the main story. Uh, they're yeah. only just there to fuse. That's literally it. Otherwise, yeah. they're just comedic relief that doesn't really need to be there. It's it's like, I get that they're kids, but we've had kids in Dragon Ball with Goku and Goku. I mean, I could be misremembering these, but I don't remember Goku being nearly as annoying as Goten and Trunks were. Oh, for sure. Uh, they definitely picked up the worst traits from uh, their parents. Um, like, Trunks in this movie is not the cool badass from the future that we've seen before. Right. Now, he's pretty much a spoiled rich kid that pretty much just taunts his opponents and just belittles everyone. And yeah. Goten is just kind of... Uh, he goes for the whole naive thing that Goku does, but... Right. It's not as endearing, I think. No, he comes off as a little snot-nosed shit. It's like, how are you Goku and Chi-Chi's kid? And Gohan's little brother? I, where does... Like, I'm guessing, like, he got more arrogance on from from Goku's side. Because, like, he, obviously Goku's arrogant to a degree. You know, it's just not as, like, mean-spirited. Um, but that being said, let's talk about their relationship. I... I, they're annoying, yes, but I do like them together because they do play off well against each other. Yeah, Toriyama usually has this thing when he introduces characters. He usually introduces them as duos. And um, Goten and Trunks as a duo is pretty all right. I honestly can't imagine one without the other because of it. Uh, no, Granted, exactly, there yeah. are better duos in the series, like uh, Shin and Kabito, and um, we'll see later in the series Lord Beerus and Whis. But as a dynamic, these two are just fine. Yeah, like, they feel like, you know, again, they're annoying kids, but you could tell, like, even through, like, the voice acting, like, they're kids, they're, they've been friends. Who's older? Is Trunks older by, what, two years, I think? Yeah, Trunks is older by a year. A year, okay. Um, so it's like, I, I do like that they're cl- that close friendship that they have, which, for the most part, you don't really get that in Dragon Ball, like, in kids, like, because even by the time... Goku met Krillin. Krillin. Krillin was an adult, I think, or maybe he's just, he's just no. They were friends like since kids. Um, they were okay. pretty much uh, training each uh, with each other uh, ever since uh, they were twelve years old. Oh wow, Krillin just aged horribly. Oh, sorry. Um, he got the short end of the sick. Yeah, he did. But like, I, it was just nice because like relationships in like, modern Dragon Ball when they're adults is pretty much like I'm better than you, and it's like. It's not fun. It's just sheer art. It's mostly arguing and like, or like stupid shit versus like seeing them just kind of like f- pick at each other, but like in a brotherly way. I thought it was. Fu- I I thought it was fun for what it was. Yeah, uh, what we have uh, for Goten and Trunks' relationship is fine. Not great, but fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, although, okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about Videl next, um, who is the newcomer. So if you don't know. Because, uh, like, if you didn't watch Dragon... Uh, granted, if you're watching this movie, chances are you already watched Dragon Ball. I would be highly surprised if you didn't watch the series and then watch the movie. That's just, just a little weird to me. But you never know, right? Yeah, right. Um, there's got to be somebody out there. This world's huge. But Videl, awesome. it, Videl is here, and she is the daughter 
of Mr. Satan slash Hercule. The champ! Yeah, she's she's the daughter of the champion. And you actually don't know that in the series for a long... It's for actually, a while. you do. Uh, she's you actually do? a revered ce- celebrity when she was first introduced, uh, going okay. off on her own to beat up bad guys until Gohan shows up. Oh, that's right. She's a fucking vigilante. I forgot about that. Um... So, yeah. So, Videl, just to give a little backstory on Videl, she uh, basically finds out that uh, Gohan, while Gohan's in Orange Star High School, God, I love that arc so much. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, uh, that Gohan has been is secretly the golden fighter, and he's basically using his Super Saiyan form. And also, is- the great Saiyan man. Does he appear in any of these movies? Uh, the Great Sandman does appear in at least one of them. I know that for sure. He's definitely okay, in Battle of Gods as a joke. Okay, good. I like Great Sandman. Um, uh, but, um, what was I, what was I saying? Uh, Videl finds out that Gohan is the golden fighter, so that's the Great Sandman. So she pretty much blackmails him to, like, alright, you're gonna teach me how to do, how to fly and shit. And pretty much it leads to, like, a romance and possibly the most uncomfortable world martial arts tournament fight scene ever where she gets the ever-living shit beat out of her. Oh, um, yeah. That scene is really hard to watch. Which I thought we were going to get that part. We are going to get that here, but we don't. Um, and Videl... I really like Videl. I've always... Yeah, I Videl's think a most, great character. Uh, like, I think out of all of the characters introduced in the Boo Saga, she's one of the more endearing ones. Like, she's yeah. the most human out of anyone... You know, right. for a vigilante that goes off fighting bad guys. But, you know, that's just Dragon Ball. Like, she has this rough and tumble personality. Actually, I remember, it's so hard for me because I'm so used to seeing her with the short haircut now. I remember, like, she used to have the pigtails for the longest time, and that was her default look. And, like, now. Yeah, I'm that was her thing artwork. until Gohan said, I like short hair girls. Yeah, and she cuts her hair. Uh, which I actually cannot look at Videl anymore without having the short hair because it just, it's just, that's just her look um, versus the pigtails. Um, and so she pretty much accompanies them, and, like, she's pretty much the big sister of the group, like, she doesn't get that much to play with, but I do like that her personality is shown, like, she calls out the village idiot, she slaps the shit out of Goten for trying to take some food from the offering table, she's like, Videl is like, I said this in our Discord, but, like, man, Gohan really married a woman that's exactly like his mom, like, Jesus fucking Christ, Gohan. Yeah, man, Um, my father like son. Yeah, exactly. Uh, although, like, I think from what I saw in Super, Videl kind of chilled out a bit, versus Chi-Chi never chilled out. Um, yeah. After ch- so, um, they have a kid, don't they, Pan? They yeah, a- Pan. Kid. Okay, that's right. Um, so, yeah, but she brings a fun dynamic, and, like, it's been a long time, even in these movies, where we've had, like, a human perspective. Like, I know Krillin's there. Krillin is a joke, okay? I hate to say that. He's a joke. Krillin's a joke, but he actually has power behind him. Videl um, is not exactly that. She's more human. Um, She's about uh, in the same caliber as Bulma, except she can actually fight. Exactly. Um, But I I think that's what makes her fun and interesting, the fact that she just straight up went into Broly's face um, and just started, like, ready to throw hands. Like, she's not afraid. She's clearly overpowered, but she's not afraid. And I think that says a lot about her character. Yeah, man. Kudos to that. I definitely wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah. Um, also, kudos for them putting her in this dress. They should have totally put that dress in Fighters. I, I was like, whoa, I don't remember Videl ever wearing a dress. Like, seriously. Yeah, it's a it's a really neat dress. Although, it is local to uh, the tribe that's only in this movie, so... Yeah, you never see it again, so... Um, 
Yeah. Uh, but it was cool. Like I, I, like it was, it was like she does wear her default, like you know, bland white tank top, black sports bra, boots, like uh, workout shorts. But like I like this look on her. I don't know why, but it just fit. Like it didn't seem out of place. You like girls like, in dresses. That's why. Probably, but like, like sometimes when you see a, like a female, it's like Cammy wearing pants. Cammy should not wear pants, but like sometimes with the right design, okay, you can find you can wear pants. And it's like with Videl, like like okay, her design can, in Final Fight Streetwise, she has pants there, and it's one of her best designs ever. Exactly, and it's like it's like you see Videl, like a character, especially her personality type, the tomboy character, tomboy Sasundere, possibly. Um, uh. Uh, she, uh, she doesn't, you wouldn't think she would wear a dress, but, or, like, look good in a dress, but she does. She looks great. Um, unfortunately, she doesn't get to do much. She pretty much is, like, there as a babysitter, and, but she steps up when she needs to, and I swear to God, I thought they were gonna, I really thought they were gonna recreate the, the moment where she gets the loving, the ever-loving shit out of her, beat out of her, uh, Yeah, thank goodness world. it doesn't come to that. This movie no! actually showed us mercy in that front. Jesus Christ, why? Why, Toriyama and the Dragon Ball team? Why? Why did you have to do that? She's human! Um, and, uh, so yeah. Um, you want to talk about... Can, what, can, what can we say about Broly? Uh, he's pretty much the same as before, except way dumber. Yeah. Um, so, Broly... Broly, at least in the first movie... I mean, granted, it was his origin movie, so, like, they had to build him up somehow... Um, versus here, he doesn't say anything, um, and he's pretty much just a mo- he's almost, he's pretty much the Hulk in this in more ways than one. Yeah, uh, he is pretty much just off the high of, I almost fucking died, um, this kid crying caused me to wake up from, uh, being encased in ice for seven years, and the only word I can say is Kakarot, in a very loud octave. Exactly. Um, I do. I, I. I. Although I was a little bit bothered by the most of the form, most of the thing uh, in the movie, he has his normal form until like the final like twenty minutes, and he, then he goes into his. Uh, it's kind of weird in this one because in the original film, when he was just a regular Super Saiyan, it had the purple hair, which was different, but it was cool. In this one, he just looks like a regular Super Saiyan, and it's kind of off-putting and honestly a bit out of context. A little bit, yeah. Uh, I would, I would definitely agree. Um, I don't know, like he's just there, the big bad boogeyman chasing down. Although I will say, the whole cat and mouse aspect, because obviously Broly overpowered them the first encounter. So I really like they didn't try to like justify. Like they could have easily have made Broly weaker, right? There was they no could've. reason why the they, they they couldn't. Um. You know, uh, but I like that the kid was power level. So they're actually, at least for me, again, not there's not really fights to talk about, but I do like the uh, I did enjoy the the hide and go seek the cat and mouse game between Goten, Trunks, and, and Broly. It was really fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Obviously, Broly outclasses Goten and Trunks by a wide margin, but. Unfortunately, they have brains, whereas Broly kind of lost his mind at this point. So yeah. they kind of put together, hey, we got all the Dragon Balls just now. Maybe we should get Shenron to fix us. Oh, wait, he's not strong enough to do that. Okay, sure. I don't know how that works. It kind of still bothers me. Oh, Shenron is, yeah, it's one of those things that's 
sorry, not good about this movie. Uh, which uh, is beyond my power. Oh, fuck. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Although, I really thought he was going to break Trunks' back for like a minute. Um, he has him over his head. And there's, I won't lie, Vic, piece of, Vic Mr. Piece of Shit, Manana. Um, uh, Ali does his grunt, but I did enjoy the maniacal laugh he's giving while he's like basically rubbing Trunks across his head. Uh, basically cracking his spine. That part was fun. And then, how, okay, how do you feel about the urinating on the face joke? That's clearly a joke spot. Yeah, like, they showed Goten uh, peeing off on the side um, right after getting away from Rolly, which way, is kind of pees, an indicator. He pees steam. Like, what the fuck, Goten? What's, what is your mom feeding you? What do you eat, kid? It's, you need to go see a doctor. Anyway, um, it was pretty much just the lead-in for maybe Trunks has to go pee-pee too. And honestly, he couldn't because he's too busy hiding from a scary monster, man. Yeah. And uh, as soon as like he gets bit. grabbed and um, all the muscle spasms give in, he finally releases and it goes all over Broly's face. And it's like, ugh. Yeah, it's Why like, would you oh, do this? oh, oh, all oh, the pee. Oh, it's in my, I'm surprised he didn't say, it's in my eye. Oh, uh, because it literally goes down his face. Oh, man. And then, yeah, there was a smell. Oh, and, it's in my mouth. Oh, no. Is that a joke? I feel like Team Four Star made that joke. Probably. Um,. So, uh, yeah, like, uh, but then at the end of the movie, Gohan shows up, and God, I love this outfit he wears, the blue gi with the red yeah, belt. They bring it's... it back in the new movie, too. It's sick. Awesome. As much as I like him in the Piccolo outfit, and, you know, I get it, the orange gi is the iconic one, but I really like this gi that he's in. Um, yeah, it's it... it's more of a Gohan outfit than any of his teachers, like, it's it's more of him uh, coming out on his own. Right. Because he's just getting back into training at this point. Like, he's yeah. not nearly as powerful as he was before. King, but, yes. But yes, yeah, this outfit does make him get... It gives him his own identity until he has the Great Saiyan outfit, in which case, that's a whole different ballpark. Yeah, this is him becoming something else. Uh, let me ask you this. Does, um, does Super Saiyan 2 Gohan from Cell, does he beat Broly? No, he's just a regular Super Saiyan at this point. He doesn't no, no, no. Uh, go no, for two. Go, go, Gohan from when he was oh, Super Saiyan. That most Gohan. definitely. I would think if Gohan did snap at that point, he would beat the shit out of Broly. No questions. Okay. Wow. that's Knowing that kind of annoys the fuck out of me now. Because I would have loved really to have seen that It really shows how fight. much Toriyama nerfed Gohan in this arc. Though Why? it is for reason. Um, Why? During the whole seven-year time skip, there was no big villains to fight, so there was no need to train anymore. So Gohan can pretty much just pursue his dream of becoming a great scholar. And it isn't until Videl blackmails him into entering the World Martial Arts Tournament that he actually gets serious about training again. And yeah. um, it kind of shows that he kind of falls behind, even behind kids. It's, it's crazy. Um, which is considering, because like, I felt like all of Z was mostly... Trying to build up Gohan as the as the heir apparent, and no, no, it's not. And we're even going to find out at the end of this movie that it's not even. Um, but even Gohan doesn't even have a chance against it. Also, Piccolo shows up randomly, which I thought. Well, Except it isn't Piccolo. It's yeah. actually Krillin cosplaying as him. Like I was just like, what? And Krillin in his fucking I'm gonna grow my hair out phase. I'm just like, oh, I hate that. Hair. I think that's on 18. I think that's on 18's part. 
I still hate it. I still hate that haircut so much. Yeah, it's it doesn't look like, great. I am so not... glad he shaves his head again in Resurrection F. Yeah, just like listen, you don't have to train, but you look better without that without the uh without the hair curling. Be real. Um so yeah, it I there's God, there's some okay, so Broly and Gohan finally come to blows and it is not even a contest. And I actually like it's it's hard to enjoy because it's not a traditional Dragon Ball fight. Yeah, it's pretty much just another beatdown, albeit a shorter, more condensed one than the first Broly movie, thank fucking God. Yeah. But it's still a beatdown nonetheless. There, there's a, I think the most one moment that'll stick with me is the fact that when Broly be, like gets behind Gohan and he pulls back his arms and it pretty much proceeds to like stretch back his arms and like kick him in the back, I'm like, oh, that's, ow, stop it. Like, that's, that's her, like, that was probably the most painful bit. I That's probably remember. an illegal wrestling move, isn't it? Um, no, no. You probably have to I break the hold. Probably have to break the hold after like five seconds. Like holding, yes, but strike kicking in the back, no. You probably okay. have to break the hold after a while, though. But like, um, yeah, like like it was crazy, uh, and it gets so bad. Like all the characters, like it gets so bad against Broly. Like Videl is is bleeding and cut clothes. Goten, Trunks, they're all fucked up. Like. All the kids, bro. Nobody is saying I. They, this movie's not great, and it sounds like I'm having a good time, but I'm just trying to be positive about it because I don't want to lie. But like, they it really to me, it kind of shows how much of a threat this fucker is. Like, no one is safe. Yeah, they're weaker, but even when they were in their prime, they had no chance. What makes you think they have a chance when they're not even that strong anymore? Yeah. Right. It, it really uh, comes to show that uh, these movie villains are severely overpowered when the plot demands it. Yeah, it's it's just great. So let's talk about the final moment. So, aka Broly, the most memorable moment in this movie. Yeah, which actually got teary-eyed for a minute. Um, Gohan is on his last legs. Broly's about to shoot down. I'm guessing it's a world shattering beam because that's what these villains fucking do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, oh, hey, baby. Um, sorry. Um, so, um, Gohan shoots the Kamehameha, classic beam attack, not really holding the beam, holding Broly's attack back. Goten joins in and, uh, he's trying to help. Obviously, they're both in a weakened state. And uh, meanwhile, the Dragon Balls have fallen out of Gohan, Goten's bag, and they're glowing. And I think there's supposed to be some level of am- ambiguity here. But Goten proceeds to shout, I wish my dad was here. Nah, man, um, he thinks it. And somehow uh, Shenron is able to oh, read his thoughts and grant his wish. Okay, I could have sworn he said it. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. So yeah, and then and Goku, no Halo, by the way, so there's like... It's like, is it really him, or is it was it like a hallucination? That's what the narrator Kyle Haber says. Um, and Goku pretty much tells Gohan, like, my sons, I'm sorry, this isn't your problem. Uh, this is my fight to finish. And he pretty much joins um, Goten and Trunks to uh, do Go- the... Goten uh, and Gohan, and uh, they and Gohan. do the father-son Kamehameha, as, as it is officially called. Which is really nice, because, like, it's, that's possibly the best part of this movie. Um, absolutely because you get the like Goten never like the world tournament obviously hasn't happened yet so Goten's never met him before but he probably still misses him and hears about him all the time so like that's gonna hurt 
Gohan was there and caused his dad to die. We like let's let's be real. Gohan yeah. killed his Gohan killed his dad or caused the events to which led to his dad's death. That's the better phrasing. But it was like a nice moment to see all three of them together and like you know I'm lucky I have my my dad is still with me. Um, but like I can only imagine like you're watching this and you, like maybe your dad's gone or something and like you know like he like no matter what he's always there. I love. The meaning behind it. I think that's what ultimately sells it. Yeah, the climax of this film definitely overshadows everything that came before it. The problem sure. is getting to that point. Yeah, I, I would agree. Because you cannot, like, I think you only get this emotional payoff if you watched the, the Cell Saga and you saw Goku die and Gohan feel remorseful. And, like, yeah, it's a bigger version of when Gohan was doing the one-arm Kamehameha against Cell, and then Goku was, like, there cheering him on. But, like, the thing is, like, I like that it's ambiguous, because Goku doesn't have a halo. Because, like, if, if, if it was actually him, he would have a halo on. Like, he was sent down from heaven, but he, no, he doesn't. Yeah, the strange part about it is that uh, the Dragon Balls disappear as soon as the dust settles, so... It had to have granted a wish, otherwise they wouldn't have flown off uh, across the world again. So, it's possible that it uh, temporarily granted Goku a bit of time to help out. Right. Maybe it was just an astral projection to, that gave Goten and, and uh, Gohan enough power to overpower Broly. Who knows? Right. It, either way, I think... As much as I was like, going to complain, like, oh, go, here comes Goku again... I do like it in this instance because it, it was a father son. It was a father and his son's moment. Um, yeah. it was a it was a generational thing, and I, I think that ultimately he doesn't like, steal eh. the glory, and that's all that matters, right? And he cheers his son on. You know, don't be afraid. Tells Gohan, "Don't be afraid." Tells Gohan, "You need to focus." As you tell the older sibling, "Focus, damn it!" Um, you know, very very powerful stuff. Uh, is there anything that that we missed? Um, there is one thing. Uh, Krillin does get one shot by Broly after uh, Gohan tries to drown him in lava. And uh, at the end of the movie, he's still lying broken. And I'm pretty sure he's like, hey, is someone going to pick me up? Uh, I think a hawk is eating my leg or something. Damn, well, 18 will come. Don't worry, buddy. You got 18. Uh, He's with 18 at this point, right? They have a kid and everything. Um, Yep, they have a cute little daughter that doesn't have a nose. Uh, so yeah, don't worry, Krillin, you got 18, you'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, uh, overall, I think it's time to go to the, to the, to the ratings board. Tyler, how many Dragon Balls out of five do you give Dragon Ball Z Broly the second coming? Uh, let's see, I will probably have to give this a two star, like, oh. it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. but it's still not super great. I love the beginning parts of the of the movie, where it's just the mystical adventure of finding the Dragon Balls. Um, but when it comes to, when it gets to Broly, it kind of devolves into the whole, um, oh, the villain is way stronger than we are. But it does it in a bit of a more interesting way than Broly, but it's not as entertaining as the first half of that movie was. Um, Gohan just comes out of nowhere, um, and the, his uh, relationship with Broly, or his fight against Broly, isn't really that much uh, different than what was going on between Goten and Trunks. 
But the payoff of uh, the father-son Kamehameha does make it, though it does take a bit to get there. It's just whatever. I'm going to give it a two and a half because I didn't hate it. I'm not going to say it was the greatest thing ever, but I think what they what they did, what they had here was fun. Like, I had a good time. I, I would definitely watch this over over uh, uh, Cooler's Revenge. That's for you sure. You mean Return of Cooler. Return of Cooler, right. Sorry, I would definitely watch uh, Return of Cooler for sure. It has better yeah. animation, that's for sure. Yeah. Um... What, do I miss the pee jokes? No. Like, was it... I think it was a little too whimsical with the Broly part, but I kind of wish the whole movie was just that first half. Or, like, maybe they find something else and it's not Broly. But, like, that father-son moment really seals it for me. But, yeah, not... I, I feel like maybe the next one's going to be the one that I... I we're like, we both give it zero stars. Um, but, uh... I... I didn't hate it. I didn't yeah, this was it. actually kind of shocking. Um, okay. I think that does it. Yeah, two and a half and a two. Um, alright, uh, Tyler, what are we watching next week? Next week, we're getting Broly again, fucking shocker. So, next week, we will be looking at the biological uh, bastardization of nature in Bio Broly. We also oh. see the fun dynamic between Mr. Satan and Android 18. Uh, something that came from a bit of blackmail on Android 18's part, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Lovely. That's a, that part sounds fun, at least. And uh, tell the people where they can find your stuff at. You can follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sThatTai. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, home of Tiger Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games to your pleasure. Also, I am streaming on Twitch again. Follow me at TigerShoes1 at Twitch.tv, where I pretty much play Yu-Gi-Oh! online uh, every Sunday evening at 7 or 8 Central Standard Time, whenever I feel like streaming. Check it out, it's fun. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash MarvelousIggy. Um, and uh, I stream live at twitch.tv slash Iggy four times a week. Um, all starting at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, which are Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And, of course, you go to Charter.com for this episode as well as our flagship show, the Charter Gamescast, and the wrestling watch-alongs that we, uh, me and uh, Thomas do. The most recent episode that goes that is live it should be WrestleMania 12, so go enjoy that one. Um, all right, guys, thank you for listening to us today. Uh, we're almost in the end of these movies, so uh, and you're going to get a Dragon Ball Evolution watch-along with me, Justin, and Tyler, so that should oh, be a boy. fun time. Uh, that should be a fun time. Um, and uh, until next time, guys, Kakarot! Don't eat any broccoli tonight, kids. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.